0: It's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the First Sight Magazines podcast. And today I have Gavin and Wes with Washington Park CrossFit. What's up? What's, What's up? up? And me too. I'm with Washington
1: Park <laughs> CrossFit. that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. How's <clears> Mike? <clears throat> the whole crew, except for Scott. Scott's in Japan <laughs> until what? Next week.
2: I think next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Living it up in Japan.
0: He said he didn't want to come on the podcast. He said, no, thanks.
2: <laughs> That's why he went to Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to
0: escape the country so I don't have to be on the
2: podcast. <laughs> Wouldn't know what to do with his hands. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I want to kind of talk a little bit about like the history, why we decided to start Washington Park CrossFit, what kind of sets us apart, all the fun things. So maybe Gavin can tell the story. Okay. Well,
2: um, I live With Brooke a half mile down the road. He's my
0: boyfriend, too. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Also. um, And so we would walk the dogs every day past this empty, very colorful, and ugly building. um, And. You know, I'd walk by, and I'd say, wow, babe, this would be an incredible space for a gym because it had big windows, you know, lots of sunlight.
0: And I'm like, Uh, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, and, you know, I could
2: (laughs) could throw a rock and hit it from the house. So, it's you know, it was very close. I felt like it would be a good spot, but I I could never get in touch with the owner. Um, And so I found out where the owner lived. Uh, as creepy as that sounds, <laughs> but I was just, I didn't want to knock on his door. I felt like that would be a little rude. And, you know, and I had heard up to that point, very negative things about people approaching him, trying to buy the building or lease it. Um, and so one day I was walking one of my buddies, uh, by monster Cade and I saw his car. He drives a Honda civic. No, no, no. It's a Honda CRV. And so I saw his Honda CRV pull up in front of the building and
0: the building, so, the building was vacant, so yeah, there was like never anybody there. It was, like it was just full there.
2: of basically piñatas and pallets of Topo Chico that he was storing, because uh, he owned a Hispanic convenience store. Um, and so I, I see this guy pull up in front of what is now our gym. I hand all of my stuff to my buddy who I was walking with and take off running. <laughs> and so he's at the door locking up the shop I guess about to leave and he's trying to hurry because he <laughs> sees <being> me <calm. laughs> I could see him struggling to lock the door and I'm running full speed at it and I'm like sir sir <laughs> I, I really need to talk to you about it and, you know I ended up asking him hey is this building you know are you trying to lease this building out and uh there was supposed to be another arcade or like a bookstore or something going in I said well What's it going to take for you to basically give us this space? And he said, you know, you're going to have to buy it. So he let me in. I took a video. It was like a minute and 15 second long video that I sent to Wes and Brooke and Scott. And Scott said, I'll talk to, you know, I'll talk to my bank tomorrow. And that was kind of how this ball got rolling. So, yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah, I remember if you follow us on Instagram, Washington Park CrossFit, you can see some video footage of like what the building looked like. But it's, in my very unbiased opinion, quite a transformation from oh, from yeah. what it was. Oh, sure. Yeah, I remember <clears throat> Wes. I have a specific video I can remember of Wes like walking around and he's like, it's the first time you went to the building and you're like, oh, wow. Yep, yeah. this is it. This is it. This is yeah. Sweet.
1: Yeah, the visualization was starting to, to well, come was out. For wild shorter. because
2: there none of the floors were done, like there was shit everywhere. Yeah, and you it, couldn't
1: even get in there to take measurements of anything. No. It was just so much stuff that that was being stockpiled in there. You had to have but quite a vision to, to
0: see it. And then our yeah. and then Wes made some very impressive renderings of what yeah. it would look like with a rig and with like
2: it All was the things. Sick. Yeah, I showed him. everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, this is what it could be, and they're like, but it looks like this right now. So <laughs>
0: no, this, we have a vision. We yeah, we
2: had a we had to have a vision.
0: Yeah. So Wes, what do you think sets Washington Park CrossFit apart from other other gyms?
1: Um, definitely our uh, our community, as far as how we've kind of implemented more strength into the CrossFit programming. Yeah. Um. I came from like a weightlifting background. I've been doing that for almost eight years now. We had a, we had a coach, um, our like weightlifting team that I was a part of was in Greensboro and, uh, I was with, with them for a long time and our, our coach moved. So everyone on the team kind of like disbanded, you know, found new coaches. Some stayed with him. Um, but I ended up, you know, I was going out to Greensboro a few times a week. So I was kind of, you know, still doing his programming, came back to Winston and that's kind of how I linked up with, with Gavin. And um, I think with me doing weightlifting so often, Gavin kind of like gravitated towards that and, uh, and was like, Oh man, we need to, we need to bring more weightlifting to the, to the gym. And I think that's like uh, one, one of the things definitely that kind of sets, sets us apart is, you know, we're trying to get more people into Olympic lifting. It is one of the major like modalities within well, not modalities, but one one of the one of the bigger parts of of CrossFit, and I think a lot of that carries over into other movements, just body awareness and and, whatnot, and how that moves into different parts of of CrossFit. So, but yeah, I think uh, I, I think that's like one of the one of the big things that that sets sets us apart.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's I love seeing we we try to really video people on social media and show them what we're what we're all about. But the weightlifting part is. One of my favorite parts. It's fun. Sure.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
2: Fun to
0: watch. Fun to watch people get stronger and get better. Fun to
2: coach. Yeah. Fun to coach for <laughs> sure. Way more fun to coach because uh, it's you can give people immediate feedback. That's it's and that's another thing I think separates us, right, is that our coaching is different. Like my style of coaching is significantly different than most. It's not, I'm not here to cheer you on, right? I'm not here to clap for you. Yeah, there
0: are no compliments. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, there there <laughs> are, are yeah.
2: but when you get a compliment, you know you did something really great, right? Like, it, yeah. it is one of those things that if I have somebody who is, you know, has eight years of experience versus eight days of experience, right, they're going to get the same level of attention, right? It's going to be something because I there's always something that you can improve upon. So that that's why i think i love weightlifting so much is because it's this pursuit of something that can't be perfected like it, I yeah. mean it <laughs> is it is hard right and yeah, that's so what makes it so rewarding to see these small gains that you make whether it's technical or whether it's a strength thing and for me as a coach it's so rewarding to see people get excited right like they're they have measurable growth. They, they see it, right? Weightlifting is quantifiable. It's, everything is, is something that you can improve upon versus just being like, well, I, you know, I got my heart rate elevated that day and I feel good, so um, I, I guess I improved, right? And mm-hmm. that's, that's what I love so much about it. And, you know, it's, and like he's saying, if you have a weightlifting background and you transition into CrossFit, odds are that you're going to do really well. Because you have fine-tuned the hard stuff early on, and you don't have to go through that learning curve of, you know, clean jerks, snatches, overhead, right? You already know how to do all those things, and that's what will make you successful.
0: Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, and we have, I think, another thing that's different about us is we also have, like, if you're not interested in CrossFit, because originally we were going to be Washington Park weightlifting. (laughs) Let's go. And me and Scott wanted to do the CrossFit affiliate, so – so we have a little bit of both, but we have an open gym membership option where if you're not into CrossFit classes, because we totally understand CrossFit's not for everybody, that you can just come in. Uh, we have 24-7 access through our hybrid door. You can just come in and lift anytime you want.
2: Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, I think that that was a, a big deal f- for everybody, right? Because first responders and things like that, right? Their, their schedule is constantly changing, and it's such odd hours that, you know, at the gym I was at, beforehand I would see you know our first responders like once or twice every two weeks yeah you know or else they just weren't coming in and so they're paying this full is unlimited price for a membership just to only be able to take advantage of it twice a week and I just was not okay with that you know I wanted to see more of them and give them the opportunity to come in you know when you know, whatever fits their schedule and so the 24 7 allows them to come in all hours of the night we have tons of doctors tons of nurses right we have firefighters that pull up in the fire truck to come yeah. work out yeah right yeah. you know the other day in a warm-up they got a call and had to leave halfway through the warm-up <laughs> the lights on <laughs> sirens on it was great
0: and we offer we do offer a first responder discount student discounts teacher discounts, teacher
2: discounts. if we can give you a discount we'll, we'll find a way <laughs> yeah. 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 we
0: want everybody in there <clears throat> Yeah, we we really do. You have do. Old fat guy, I'm
2: sorry. do you have old fat guy discounts. <laughs> hey, man, well, if, if we can get you in there, I'll make one. Let's go.
0: <laughs> we do have a, a one week free trial. Yeah. It's for anybody to come in and check it out because, you know, you can't decide if you love or hate something after one experience. Yeah. Because it's, it's constantly it
2: a, varied, right? So one yeah. day might be something that you absolutely hate, right? And that's would be a very unfortunate introduction to CrossFit. So you have so, six more opportunities. Yeah, so I'm like <laughs> I'm like, look, come in, by the end of this seventh day you'll be sold. I've I've had very few people that have just been like, you know what? This just wasn't for me that have gone through the seven days. Yeah. You know, because you get exposed to so much and I think that where people get bored in the gym is when they have stopped learning new things.
0: Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: When you have gone to the gym and you train legs every Monday, you do leg press, you do hack squat, all this other nonsense, right? You're doing those consistently every month. right? It becomes mundane. You stop seeing the growth that you want. You plateau physically, right? Mentally, that's going to happen a lot faster. You just get bored, yeah. right? And then it's just, it's one of those things. It's like, oh, well, I've lost interest because it's boring, yeah. Well, with CrossFit, you know, we try and, and teach you something new every day.
0: I think that is huge, the constantly varied portion. And it's why I personally don't get bored and I'm like addicted to CrossFit. But the other big portion of it is, I think, the community. I yeah. think you get used to and you get excited to work out with your people that mm-hmm. you've yeah. met and that you look forward to seeing and hanging out with. And they're going <laughs> to give you a hard time if you haven't been to class in a week. They're like, where you been, dude?
1: Yeah. yeah, I think uh, another thing I really like about what we've built there is um, so many people are eager to, <coughs> you know, learn things beyond just the class time. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that will work with Gavin on like gymnastics or weightlifting stuff, which I think is awesome. And then, you know, people sponge off of that energy. So. You know, they see more more people. Like, hey, can you help me out with this, like, handstand or this muscle up or something like that? Yeah. You know, the more people see see that, it's like, oh man, I can get so much out of of this beyond just exactly. this hour class time. I think that's like another aspect that's like really really beneficial to to the community that we set up there, which is awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. And everybody's very encouraging. Right, they right. Really that's are. what's crazy is that like, if you have any questions or concerns. You don't even have to ask me. Somebody else is going to answer that question before you, right? Or they're going to yeah. say, "Hey, that was oh, yeah. great." You know, it's like it's nothing but supportive people, which is something that I love and that we've called we precipitate stoke, right? Let's precipitate uh, stoke. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Right? People get excited to be there. They want to stay and do more things. They want to learn new things. They're they have expanded their comfort zone. One of my favorite references today, right, is is Stephanie when she came to us and she said, you know. I thought that being surrounded by higher-level athletes would be intimidating, but really it's been inspiring. Yeah. When she sees other women doing things that she thought she would never be able to do, right? And that gives her a real-life, in-person example of what she's capable of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and
0: exactly what Wes was saying about how people are staying after. I'm, like, so excited and mind-blown at all the people. Like, Allie is a good example. Mm -hmm. Allie, if you're listening. (laughs) Um, she, we've worked out with her for years now and she has in the last couple of months started coming to open gym, staying after class, staying, coming before class and practicing things that she has not been able to do for years. And she's like learning this stuff and it's like incredible to watch. Shout out
2: to Allie for staying after for five minutes every day to practice double unders. And now now she she has them. them Yeah. Yeah. Go Allie. Right there. Consistency is key. Yeah. Yeah. That,
1: that consolidated consistency of whipping Yo, stay, yourself for five yeah, minutes stay, stay, stay. that extra <laughs> five minutes you know that that counts over time
0: oh absolutely i think that's kind of a hard pill to swallow because you want to think like oh well if i just come to class i will get better and you will but you're gonna get a lot better if you you know spend a little outside
2: that hour yeah. this yeah. is the things you do you know before and after that hour that yeah. really matter
0: And like you said, when you see other people doing it at the gym, it's like inspiring and motivating. And you're like, oh, well, they've been staying after or coming early and they've gotten so much better these last couple months. So if I do that, that can happen for me, too. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, that's always like kind of the running joke with with weightlifters, because, you know, Olympic lifting, it does the the training sessions can be really long. Um, and lots it's of always sitting the, in between. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots, lots of rest. Sitting, yeah, <laughs> lots, lots of rest in between. But the you know the the joke is like, oh man, are you, you've been you've been lifting for an hour and a half, two hours. Like I mean that that's that is the the long game of that's what it takes to get better at that specific thing. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't have to be with with weightlifting either. Again, like like with ali you know, taking that time day in and day out however little just that extra bit is going to go a long way
0: yeah compounded results for sure yeah and i think maybe we should uh back it up for just a second for people who may be like what is olympic weightlifting
1: <laughs> right right Let's,
0: maybe wes i know well y'all both could better than me but give people a 101 for what exactly Olympic weightlifting is.
1: Yeah, so Olympic lifting, obviously an Olympic sport, it's just two um, two movements, the snatch and the clean and jerk. So in competition, um, you get three attempts at each lift. And you know, CrossFit started implementing the those movements um, but within their like quantifiable, you know, reps for time kind of thing. But I think more recently within the past Don't quote me on this, but like I've seen a bigger boom in weightlifting competition um, on the amateur national level, whatever, in the past five, six, seven years. Um, But uh, definitely have seen a little bit more emphasis on the programming side of it within CrossFit, um, hence what we've been doing at Washington Park. So, but yeah, in, in a nutshell, that's that's what Olymp- Olympic lifting is. Yeah, and
2: it's, it's it's one of those things where it's it is a portion of CrossFit, right? It's included, um, but it's it's also just like similar to gymnastics. It is potentially one of the dangerous things that you can do within CrossFit, and that's why I think having emphasis on quality of movement. over
0: how much you're lifting over
2: how much and how fast like and you know I always tell people I'm you know like it's great that you did this right but no one actually cares how much you can lift.
0: yeah
2: right (laughs) what they care about is how how well you move right how did that look because when it looks really sloppy it's odds are it's probably bad for you right so yeah and that's that's one thing that I think that we've cultivated is more of an emphasis on Form, like right, form and quality of movement, longevity, right. The better that your movements are within Olympic lifting, right, or the better your movements are within gymnastics, right, the better they're going to be during a WOD, during you know a workout that is for time. Yeah. And so, if your skill is there, right, you're going to maintain skill even when moving quickly,
0: and you're not going to get hurt if you're doing it correctly.
2: That that has been what (laughs) I have, uh, I guess i'm proud of is the fact that i mean if you look around nobody is you know wincing in pain or grabbing their shoulder right or they're saying their knees are are, are yeah. jacked up CrossFit right? has
0: a bad rap for people constantly getting injured yeah and, and that's yeah. just
2: lack there of emphasis on quality of movement right like if if i hold our members accountable to their quality of movement right they hold themselves accountable mm-hmm. and then and then we are essentially avoiding injury yeah. just by you yeah. guys trying to be better that's it mm-hmm.
0: yeah i think it's funny when uh this has happened several times when i like post a lifting video on social media uh, the older generation will be like that? now don't get hurt <laughs> you be <laughs> Watch careful out for your knees. don't get hurt that looks like it's hurting your knees and i'm like it's not. I'm fine. Like I'm doing it correctly. I will be just fine.
1: <laughs> so the snatch, clean, and jerk. That's not just talking bad about somebody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does sound like a, a foreign language sometimes.
2: It, it does. It, it does. feels it does. like a, like a foreign movement half the time, it right? It does. It <laughs> like, does. Yeah. Oh
1: my I mean, gosh! Just felt so awkward. I uh, I kind of I, I got into Olympic lifting after doing CrossFit for about a year. Uh, the gym that I was at, we went and did a. Uh, a competition in Salisbury it's like a a CrossFit competition. And, you know, there was like a lifting portion there and, you know, another workout that involved like front squats and everything. And I realized after that competition, how weak I was, it's like, my cardio was good. My conditioning was good, but I took a break for about six months to focus on, on just lifting. And, um, yeah, it's, Even before even before getting to that point, you know, let me just try like doing a full snatch where I have to like catch it in the bottom and it felt just so alien and awkward (laughs) and like, you know, wow, how are people doing this even with an empty barbell sort of thing like and how are they moving in this way? It was just so foreign and weird and but you know, it's just taking taking those little baby steps to to get your movement, right? Get your mobility, right? Yeah. Um yeah. I mean that's and also, that's pretty also much probably it. your
2: approach to training too, right? Like it's your approach is different going into it versus you being like, all right, I gotta get this overhead as fast as possible. Oh man, right? I mean
1: that that gets into uh to visualization that yeah. that we talked
2: about. I mean
0: and what's the other word? proprioception,
2: proprioception right? Yeah, so proprioception. having a feel or understanding of where your body is throughout time and space at any given point. Right. So the better your proprioception is, the more you're able to identify errors within lifts.
0: Mine is really bad. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you black out during exercises, that is not good.
1: <laughs> this is uh, this is getting a little uh, a little in the weeds. We could probably do a, a a podcast just on this alone. But you know, with proprioception, with the time spent in you know recognizing like body awareness and. Uh, especially movements that require like a lot of speed, a lot of skill. Then you start to, then you start in to get into like your perception of time <laughs> itself. When you know you're really starting to feel your body react in a certain way, and you can really feel you know what that m- movement is like. Yeah. Um, but again, just consistency. Yeah, just practice. I think
0: I think weightlifting and CrossFit can come off as super intimidating, um, but I know speaking for myself and speaking for a lot of people that I've watched do CrossFit for years, you just everybody starts <laughs> somewhere, and you're yeah. you're starting at that beginner level. Like even the CrossFit Games athletes yeah, started as yeah. beginners at some point. So it just takes a lot of time and a lot of practice and a lot of dedication. But it's uh, it's rewarding to watch other people in the gym and to watch yourself kind of slowly get better and learn more. Oh, the more.
1: the the progress that i've seen from from gavin's coaching uh with with weightlifting and with a lot of other skills even within the past month has been like oh ridiculous. yeah because we
0: our yeah. classes our first day of classes was uh, halloween and so we're like l- three less than three months in and it's incredible the progress that yeah. people have made in three yeah. months
2: Yeah, it's it's awesome. So props to you, babe. Thank you. (laughs) It's it's one of those things though, like like going into it, I don't have a background in Olympic weightlifting. I did I've never competed in CrossFit, right? I, I did CrossFit growing up because it kept me in shape for baseball. Um but the thing is, is as long as you put in enough, you know, effort into learning something, right, I can offer somebody Who has far more experience in one field, at least some advice or some way to improve upon their lift or their gymnastics, right? Or whatever it may be. And that's what's great about it, right? Is that like I don't have to have the background or the experience or the ability to help people.
0: Yeah, well, and I feel like that's why you do what you do because you do enjoy helping oh,
2: people. Oh God, it's great. There's it. Is, yeah, There's, it's so rewarding when you see somebody hit a, a snatch PR and you're like, God, I remember how it used to look. That is great. <laughs> oh yeah. When I when I look back
1: at my my old lifts, like in the first month of lifting, it's like, whew, wow. <laughs> like what a it's cringy. change.
2: Cringy. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like these slow and steady improvements though. Like
2: one percent better every yeah, day. Like yeah, like
0: same. I I remember watching videos of you and me from years ago. And you're like, wow, it's a big difference. Like these little subtle movements over the years.
2: Yeah, my my, uh, my CrossFit videos that I used to post, you know, back when I first started posting CrossFit videos were rough. <laughs> <laughs> they were rough. So
0: tell us what is a typical, I know it's constantly buried, but for people who are like, okay, what is CrossFit all about? What's kind of a typical workout that you could expect what does a class look like
2: so class is going to look you know you're going to come in right there is going to be always some form of dynamic warm-up right so we're going to do something just to get your blood flowing so get your heart rate slightly elevated right whether it's rowing jump roping running biking okay very moderate and then we're going to go into more of a specific warm-up which is going to benefit your movement quality in the actual workout Um, And so those things are going to focus more so on range of motion, things like that, right? So that'll typically be followed up with some form of strength, okay, which is, you know, something that you're going to have rest between you're building strength within a muscle group. Um, Or it'll be a skill session, right, which is where we're building skill Throughout a certain portion of time, and, and for
0: strength, it could be back squat, yeah, deadlift, absolutely power clean. Yeah, you
2: or you know even snatches, strict pull ups, right? That's yeah. strength. Um, and so it would be you know either lower volume, heavier weight, or higher volume, lower weight. Something that you can manage, right? It's different every time you're in there. Um, and then that's followed up with a Metcon, right, or a WAD, if you will, which is just metabolic conditioning. So it's a workout that's designed to elevate your heart rate really high for a short duration of time. Um, but the load is moderate or should be scaled moderately enough to where you don't have any kind of worry of injury. Where you see injuries happen is when somebody tries to use a working weight For a 15-minute AMRAP, right, that is, you know, 90% of their one-rep max. That's that's when people get in trouble. But our coaching staff has done a good job of teaching people that hey, it does not matter how much weight you use in these workouts. What matters is your stimulus. Mm -hmm. How, How did you maintain your heart rate, right? Did you achieve a certain amount of rounds regardless of the weight or movement? And so the workout is scaled based off of your ability. So if I have somebody newer in the workout, the reps are different or the weight is different or the movement itself is different in order to accommodate them meeting a stimulus.
1: What happens if um, someone does not like lifting weights?
2: So if you don't like, we have some people yeah, who yeah, don't yeah, like weightlifting. we people. <laughs> who, I
1: refuse to do it.
2: <laughs> so we've got plenty of people that do not want to focus. You know that ten to fifteen minutes of their day at on, Shea. on, yeah, <laughs> at Shea, on weightlifting, right? And that's okay. So um, I understand that everybody comes to our gym with different goals, right? With with different mindsets. And you know, if, if Shay, who is the field hockey coach at Forsyth Country Day. You know, she is coming there to get her heart rate elevated, to exercise, to sweat, okay? The weightlifting thing, she's not as concerned with. And so, I always have something else. So, say it's, you know, 15 minutes to work to a one-rep max back squat. Well, instead of Shay doing that, which she has no desire to, I have her use, you know, 60% of what her former one-rep max is. She'll hit that every minute on the minute for 12 minutes for three reps.
0: Get her heart rate up.
2: Right, so it's still strength. She's still doing a strength movement, right? But she's doing it with very low load, right? She doesn't have to worry about hurting herself. And she's doing it with a little bit higher volume so she gets her heart rate elevated, which is what she wants. So it's, it's one of those things where it's each person, I accommodate them based off of what their needs and goals are.
0: Yeah, we have a very individualized approach. Our class sizes are limited to 12, so we don't have, you know, 50 people in there. Yeah, cause. because
2: I want to actually be able to give you some kind of insight, right, some kind of coaching. It's, I'm not a game manager, right? I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not here to manage you guys. I'm here to help you. Mm-hmm. And so limiting the cap like that, right, and then also, you know, my philosophy is that there is no cookie cutter method to coaching, right? Every single person requires a different approach, a different level of intensity, right? From myself and from the workouts.
0: People and, respond differently. Yeah, yeah. To different and so, cues. You,
2: you know, yeah. if I used the same coaching cue, all right, I need you to squat a little deeper, right? For everybody, I would have only a select few people that are still in the gym, right? Because it wouldn't work for them. And that's what you see a lot of the times is people become frustrated with hearing the same thing over and over again with no change in result, right? Well, that cue didn't work for you, right? So it's my job to find the one that will. So I'm constantly spewing off these coaching cues until I see that light bulb moment. And then when I see that light bulb moment, now I know exactly what I need to tell you in order for you to be successful. Yeah. Cool.
0: We have, um, And before we wrap it up, I could talk to y'all all all day, but we have uh, classes before work. We have 4.30 p.m., 5.30 p.m., 6.30 p.m. classes every weekday, Mm. Um, except Friday. We don't have 6.30 p.m. And,
2: again, that's another thing that, like, we've built our schedule based off of what our members want. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's for real, though, is that our scheduling is based off of what works best for our core group of people, and we're still even open to that. Like, right, if we pick up more people... (laughs) When we
0: pick up more people. Yeah,
2: and and we want to maintain that 12-person cap so that our coaching is still high quality, then we'll just add more classes, right, before after. And that's, you know, something that I've told everybody else is, like, if you guys have any questions or concerns as far as time or would like to see this... Class become a class. Yeah, all you gotta do is reach out to us.
0: Yeah, we're very open. Yeah, to, this, this is what
2: I do full time. I'm I'm there all day, right? So and you can
0: come to happy hour with Brooke at 4:30 on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's, that's what it. Kale, That's what Kale calls my class.
2: Yeah, happy hour. Happy hour with Brooke. <laughs> she, she's way way more tough than I am though. So
0: that is not true. I can't yell quite as loud. I'm like, okay, gotta turn the music down. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Well. Thanks for coming on to chat about Washington Park CrossFit. Yeah,
1: appreciate the you having us. Problem. Thank you. Come, uh, Where can com- you find them?
0: Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Washington Park CrossFit, online, WashingtonParkCrossFit.com. And uh, we are located at 2020 Hollywood. Hollywood. Like Hollywood, but with an R. <laughs> Street. We're in Washington Park, obviously. Uh, right across from Acadia Foods.
2: Swames, All those other great yeah, places. Yeah, we have lots of
0: great other local businesses around. Yeah,
2: shout out to all the uh, Washington Park uh, locally owned businesses.
0: Yeah, Washington Park uh, Barber Shop. Southside Beer Garden. South j js
2: Yeah, that's yeah. my home. j and J. I'm telling you what. That, that fried that, chicken. That fried chicken. It fried is chicken delicious. In town. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> that's so the problem. Is I mean, i will coach in CrossFit class eating J&J's chicken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, give us a follow. Come go, do a free trial. Um, It truly is for anybody. We have ages, literally we have, what, 14, 15-year-olds all the way up to mid-60s and everything in between. So something for everybody, a very individualized approach. And as always, you can also find Forsyth Mags on social media, at Forsyth Mags, and all of our content on our website, ForsythMags.com. And that is a wrap for today.